Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this drone out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I'm your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can also tune in to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Type in the keyword search, The Big Brother Jake Podcast, and boom, you're in there. Before we handle any other business, I've neglected to do this for a couple episodes, and I don't want her mad at me. My girl, Jessie Dallas Childs, the owner of Fabulista Cookies and FabulistaCookies.com. She's been a loyal sponsor of the program, and I just want to get it out there right away that her products, her cookies, the delicious Fabulista cookies, are freshly measured, mixed, baked, and packaged, so you can be sure that the goodies you receive have not been sitting pre-made for days, because that's just not good. A freshness and unfabricated homemade quality awaits you. Let nostalgia be your friend, your transporter, your memory rouser. Go to FabulistaCookies.com and let her know. The Big Brother Jake Podcast sent you. All right, Jesse, I am so sorry. <laughs> so I wanted to thank everybody for uh, for those that tuned in last last week or last episode, I should say. Thank you so much for doing that. I was able to get some stuff off my chest, as I always do. That's why I love doing this podcast. And uh, I always want to quit it every week, but um, great people around me in my circle, they let me know, hey, look, you can't quit, man. You know, people like it. Uh, maybe they're lying to me just to keep me to keep doing it so I don't bother them and talk to their head off. <laughs> but no, I love doing the podcast and I feel so loved and feel so supported. And I love the fact that people wanted to be interactive and um, ask some questions that I would answer on, on the podcast. So I'm glad I got to do that. Um, also, I was asked to stop playing around with the independent music spotlight. So I'm going to put it out here right now and stop playing with it. If you have a song that you want to play on the podcast, make sure it's an MP3, no links, MP3 only. So I can, you know, it's for production purposes, it's easier for me. And we'll promote your music, promote your band. I need a bio and, and, and an MP3 and send it to thebigbrotherjakepodcast at gmail.com. Thebigbrotherjakepodcast at gmail.com. MP3 only, a bio of your band, name of the song. If you want to give shout out to your engineer or your producer, we love that kind of stuff uh, as a producer engineer of music. And, you know, and, and I'll announce all that information. But we need to bring it back. It's been missing in my life. I love music and I've put it off for at least three months. So I apologize. I want to get it going again and make it, you know, part of the, the everyday of this particular podcast. I don't want to keep y'all waiting because you're about to have a good hour and change to listen to P-Dub and I interact and we talk about everything under the sun. I know this show is not a political show. However, I do have to do due diligence and hit on the topics of the day 
Because I don't want to come across as somebody that's totally like, I don't see nothing. La, 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 no politics. No, 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 racism. No, 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 police brutality. All lives matter, blue lives matter, black, 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 all that stuff. All right, look. Need an escape from it. I don't want to have to go into there's good people on all sides and all that. That's that's redundant, and we all know that's true. But we do touch on topics of the day. Some things I learned about P and some things he learned about me. And um, it's an interesting conversation. But I just, again, want to thank everybody that supported the podcast and has been there from day one. I'm really worried I won't be able to get that 100th episode celebration. And I don't want to do it on Zoom. I don't want to do it online. I don't want to drive by it. Maybe if I put it out in the park and rent a rent a park space and social distance the seats and all that stuff. Maybe we could do that. But we'll figure it out. Hopefully by the time I do the 100th episode, I can rent a, a place to do it and we have a good time doing it. And I hope y'all attend. So that would be beautiful. Anyway, so I don't want to hold up this podcast, I don't want to just blah, 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 because that's what I feel like I'm doing right now, and I'm up late doing it, so I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know you're about to be wildly entertained by my best friend of 35 years. This dude and I have never got this deep, pretty much not even in person, Um, so without further ado, the homie that I know and love, that y'all love too, because y'all keep asking for him to come back on. Paul Wilson, a.k.a. P-Dub, on the Big Brother Jake podcast right now. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. All right, as I promised, somebody y'all know, somebody y'all love, somebody I can't wait to hear is not going to be on again this week. So I have to bring in my breaking case of emergency guest, the one and only. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> My man that I love to death, he puts up with me, I don't know why. P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson, is in the house. What's good, P? What's happening? What's happening? How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm living large right now, large and in charge, baby. I'm I'm in a good mood. I'm happy. You know, how do you put up with me, man? I mean, those intros, I know they suck, but I, I get a kick out of it, so I don't really give a damn how you feel about it. Well, I, I know it's I know it's to entertain the fans. <laughs> Yeah, that's so I'm, all, <laughs> so I'm all I'm all good with it. Okay, I'm just, just blessed to be on the show always. Man, that wasn't what you said ten minutes ago. <laughs> I, I woke you up from a cat nap. You're like, man, for real? Damn, hasn't it been like six episodes since I've been on? Do I get a twelve break episode? Yeah, right. And I always tease you by paying. I, I'm gonna pay you <laughs> in compliments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I know it's late. I want to keep you up. You know. Because you're tired and you're old and you need your rest. But right, right. <laughs> but you, like myself, we're kind of hurting right now. And it's not even because of what I do for a living, but this is about the time where I would go down to the gift shop at Staples Center and buy ourselves some Laker championship gear. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, our sport is still being held hostage, basketball. They already told me I'm not going to go down to the bubble. At all. So I'm mad, but whatever. Nobody really cares about that. But what are your thoughts on everything that's going on? I mean, everybody's had a good amount of rest. You know, there's some people tested positive, but only less than 5% of the league, which in, in retrospect, that's not bad at all, considering the pool of players. But what's your thoughts on everything, man, with this whole bubble idea? Oh, 
<laughs> you know, it, it's, here, here it, it sucks all, it sucks all around. It does. It, it, it does. There's really no, uh, I don't think there's a, a, a bad way of handling. Well, I guess there is a bad way of handling it, but there's, there's really no good way of handling it right now. Right. Um, you know, you're, you, you handle, you do what you, what you got in front of you and that's the best you can do. I know a lot of people thought that maybe they should just go ahead and, you know, cancel the season and do you feel that way you know, and do you just feel that and way? prep it i i was on the cut i mean in the beginning i was like no you know right, what i mean because right. there was time um I, the only thing i didn't like was i just felt like uh you know i'm a big ufc person too yes and so i'm just watching like ufc after, <laughs> event after event <laughs> and you know and them doing all these per, you know precautions taking all these tests and I'm not hearing any, you know, anybody who comes up positive, you know, the fight's canceled and they're replacing it. Right. And I was like, man, UFC's on it. And then you hear the big organizations, okay, you know, NBA, mm -hmm. NFL, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And all these seem to be like nitpicking it shit, not having <laughs> a plan in place. Right. You know what I mean? And and it's like you don't have the time to burn. Like if anybody had time to burn, mm -hmm. the UFC had time to burn. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you want to look at the sports, like UFC's get the fight games got time to, you know, put things together and, and whatever. Right. The NBA, the NFL, you don't. You have a specific timetable that you have to start your season. You should have had a plan in place and not been sitting on all these, you know, what ifs and or whatever. It's like either we're gonna have a season and let's get it fucking you know, to get because I think they could have started this sooner. Hell yeah, I agree. July thirtieth is fucking stupid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think I think that's pushing the envelope on the late, you know, mm -hmm. part of stuff. Um, so and, but you know, I don't know. You know, they're saying that this whole thing on Disneyland is going to be kind of like the Vegas Summer League, where it's going to be constant games throughout the day. Right. Um, you know what I mean. So I I, I don't know, but. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? right. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things I'm hearing that the NBA is going to be doing. You know, they're going to use this as an experimental, you know, time with uh -huh. certain aspects that they've been looking at and, and changes. You know, I've heard that they're going to let, you know, they're uh, messing around with, uh, what is it, letting players put, you know, whatever they want on the back of their yeah. jersey for yep. social injustice or whatnot. Uh -huh. Um you know, and, and it's just, I mean, there's so many things right now that they're going to be, I think, presenting, you know, no fans. Right. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Uh, the play by play is going to be in-house at TNT. Yeah. You yeah. know, no, it's not, no not be on, Yeah. At all. You know what I mean? So much shit that you're going to have to take in as a fan that's not going to be normal. Right. You know, but you're going to have to still try to enjoy this, like, game you know of i don't even know how to put it man it's gonna be really weird i think for some reason yeah i think we're all gonna enjoy it because it's gonna be crack some normalcy right but but it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird and and uh, definitely definitely 100 percent every fan of every fucking team is gonna be like <laughs> we're getting screwed yep. you know what i mean it, it doesn't i mean i can tell you right now <laughs> seeing the schedule oh i see the of what the Lakers got to go through? Yes. I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs> Are you the eighth seed or the first seed? Yeah, man. Good Lord. They, they got a lot. They got a lot to play against, man. And I'm telling yeah. you, they're talking about like playing back to back to back. You know, yeah. and, and, and that's the thing. Like, it's aesthetically, it's not going to look good. 
You know, we're used to seeing 20,000-seat arenas, crowd yeah. noise, DJs playing music the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like you said, it's going to look like a summer league game on TV. Mm-hmm. But see, you and I are basketball junkies, so we would watch a summer league game. Like, totally watch a game and not worry about it. With mm-hmm. with the way it's set up, and I know I just kind of probably answered for you right there, it's not going to deter you from watching, right? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear the reaction. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not going to deter me. Not at all. I mean, right. it's going to deter me. You know the only thing that's I think right now that's bothering me? Uh-huh. And I hope no one takes this wrong. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little bothered by the name changes on the jerseys. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I'm and, and I'm gonna tell you something. This I'm bothered by the fucking uh the labels on the jersey, the, the sponsorships for, for corporations. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that at all. It, I, I, it, it, so it so me. don't get me wrong. It has nothing to do with the social injustice that you might put on there, whatever right. it is. Uh huh. It, it's just that's not part of the game. Just leave the jerseys you know alone, I mean? no matter what. Not not corporations, yeah. not social injustice. No, just yep. leave it. Right, Listen, man. I will take a I'll take a fist up in the air or a kneel on the ground during the anthem uh-huh. i'll take that i just don't know for some reason i just i don't want to see anything publicized on the jersey when you're out there to play basketball i think there's a different way of doing that right just like the t-shirts you know what i mean right. that they wear during warm-ups and you know for things like that like those are those are messages to me that can get across especially in this content because right. with no announcers no play-by-play nobody there to take up all that time you can get that message through just in warm-ups. Absolutely. I agree. Way, way more than usual. You know what I mean? Because right. there's nothing else there taking up your your you know, your attention. You're concentrating on man, look at you know, look at LeBron James beard, you yeah. know, and shit. Or, or you know, you're really concentrating on the player. Right. So I don't think like needing to take your name James off the back of your jersey and replacing it with BLM is really necessary in this matter. You know what I mean? Right. No, I get you. So and, and, that, that's the that's the one thing I think I'm a little like weary on. No, I get with, you with that with seeing. I I get you 100. percent And I know my opinion, just like you 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 said, my my opinion is not a popular one either. Um, I've I've discussed this with other people. I get what Commissioner Silver's trying to do. I do. Mm-hmm. And he is definitely a players commissioner. Yeah, he's very he's always at the forefront. Absolutely, of that he's, stuff. Pro- he's yes. progressive with it. He's very progressive yes. at the forefront, like you said. I love what he's done to the NBA. I mean, I always thought David Stern was the best commissioner in in all of sports, and Adam Silver took it a, a notch higher to me. However, yeah, I'm with you on the jersey thing. I, I if you do pregame warmups with the shirts, that's fine. Have no problem. I love the fact that Adam Silver. Promotes their players to you know be in you know down with social just injustice and and speak mm-hmm. in their mind and not just shut up and dribble like you know some people would tell LeBron or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with all of that, but I, I'm just old school like that. You know that that's one yeah. of the things like when the ABA was around, they used to let um, the players do nicknames on the back of their jerseys, and people hated it. <laughs> they hated right? it. Like you'd see yeah. Doctor J, or you'd see. Pistol Pete Maravich. And people were like, uh-uh, no, I don't like that. So they got rid of it. Just, I think, leave that alone. And, yeah, I'll catch hell, and I don't give a damn. I'll back that up. I'll back you up. You know, but, you know, I think we're on the same page on that. It, it, it's just, no, to me, there's just no place in the game. In warm-ups, I'm fine. If you want to take a knee, if you want to salute the flag, I don't care. Well, I'm a veteran, yeah. I don't care. Shoes, know? too. Shoe, yes. You know, shoes, too. Yes. I mean, I know guys do some crazy shit with their shoes. You know, they get, yeah. you know, Nike puts out some stuff, and so hey, and and to me that's that's a big thing. Everybody's down with shoes, so 
put it on your shoe. You get some close-ups on the shoes. Yep. I think that's that's Because they'll cool. do it. But, but, like, let's talk about the players that don't get any playing time. Like, right. what is <laughs> What if they got a nice message on the back of their jersey? They never get out there to go. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, bro. <laughs> like, you, you have this nice message, you know, for for justice. And it's like, oh, well, that's what my jersey says. We didn't know that because we didn't see it, bro. <laughs> you had your warm-ups on. <laughs> that's a valid point. And here's, a, uh, here's, here's another point. Here's another point. Because, I mean... It's popular to, you know, jump on the same thought. I'm trying to be serious, but now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> you know what I'm picturing is like at the end of the game when they're running the credits, the team is showing all the guys' jerseys that didn't get showed. <laughs> and see, I know those TV producers. They're probably like, hey, roll the footage at the end of the game when the credits are rolling. Let's get some shots before the game of, uh, you know, all these bench players. And, NBA uh, music in the background. <laughs> As we sign off, before we sign off, we want to show you. It's like. Uh, Barkley talking shit. You know, uh, <laughs> just hear it. I can just see right? the picture. I don't know why. I don't like that. I don't understand it. But here's a, that was a terrible Barkley, I know. But, like, here's the other thing. And this, this is what people need to think about, too. So, of course, you're going to have – LeBron's very outspoken about his cause and whatever, yeah. and you know yeah. I, I applaud him for that because he he's not like Michael Jordan was that didn't say a damn thing. Republicans buy shoes too, you know, and whatever, and, and he got hell for it for years, and now he's speaking out, but he didn't do it playing when he was a player. Yeah. What if you get a player? What if you get a player that says, you know what? I come from a family of police officers. I'm a Christian man. I'll put Blue Lives Matter or All Lives Matter on the jersey, and that starts a whole other opens up a whole other can of worms. All right. This is a slippery slope for the NBA I, to do this. I totally agree. Because <laughs> are you going to censor? Are you going to yep. stop somebody from putting something that might be, you know, straddling the line or right. pushing the envelope? Like how, how, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like now you're, you know, and you now might that cause... you got this First Amendment stuff yeah. and it just backfires on you. That's, you know that's I mean? what I'm afraid of, you know. Yeah. Your teammates, you know, down for Black Lives Matter or, you know, exactly. a certain cause that, you know, for their identity or, or or their people, you know, their background, their heritage. And then you yeah. get, you know, John McPherson just making up a name, you know, that's a white guy and, yeah. you know, puts All Lives Matter on his jersey. Matter, and then that's going to cause friction in the locker room, man. Come exactly. on. Exactly. That's what exactly. I'm afraid of. Yeah. You know? and, and, so, and so in that case, with all those things, you know, with everything that we just brought up, uh -huh. to me, it's just better off that you don't do it. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just better off that you just don't do that. It's just too polarizing, man. I, I just see a potential yeah. of problems. I mean, you're yeah. going to lose people anyways because, you know, I can't stand at the head of Black Lives Matter on the jersey. Just shut up yeah. and play b-ball. Like, I, I get that. I think you're going to lose some people who think that they shouldn't even be playing. Yeah, well, players don't even want to play. You know, yeah. there's players that have said, hey, this is – just dumb. Let's cancel the season. You know, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm selfish because, A, I make money off it. But but even then, it's like, as a fan, I, I, I don't see the point. Like, just let it go. I know it's TV money and sponsors, and you're trying to appease all those people. But even baseball is going to play 60 games. Like, that's dumb. Like, the season mm -hmm. doesn't even get good until, like, after, like, 80 games in baseball. In basketball, we all know around Christmas time, that's when everybody starts to check the league anyways. You know, but, oh, yeah. damn, I didn't know Denver was that good. And it's, like, December 22nd. You know, so yeah. it, it, 
I have to say, keep it the way it is. Like, cancel it, keep it the way it is, and start fresh in October or late September for, you know, um, preseason and, and just let it go because it's just too much right now. There's too many, like, um, like situations where people can get hurt, get injured, and whatever. I mean, it's just a Yeah, bad I, I think I think we're definitely going to see some pulled hammies and some, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what's – that that's the thing that's going to be most interesting to me, like hearing like, uh, you know, all these replacement players and, and guys that they can sign and, right. you know, to fill slots and stuff. It seems like it's going to be very uh, pickup game-ish yes. in that sense. You know what I mean? Like you're going to see like odd faces on teams like, what the fuck? I thought they would do was sitting out, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. You yeah. know, it's going to be like that sort of thing. And right. that's going to be odd. And I'm sure that's going to tick you know, if not fans off, it's might even tick some teams off. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really I mean, I'm excited because I yeah. really I really want to see sports back. So do I, you know, so but I, I'm man. also like irritated as fuck because, you know, with all the you know, we have so many different like health officials yeah. who are giving their two cents. Yeah. You know, you got the CDC that says one thing the H, you know, WHO says another. Right. And then, you know, and then we, our government and our states are all handling shit differently. And so that irritates me probably more than anything. This because, I know. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, who are you listening to? You know what I mean? Yeah. And why is their information any better than the information that we're getting throughout, you know, everything else? So. You know, it's even kind of like the like these businesses opening it up and they got these guidelines, yeah. you know, that they have to abide by. And I, I've asked these businesses because I know some of these people that are running these businesses. Right. So who handed you that and who comes and checks to make sure that you're doing that? And the answer is nobody. Damn. No one. See, they're it, not they're not they don't have the time or the fucking money or the resources to right. do that. So they're expecting you, the consumer, to narc them the fuck out. <laughs> and that to me is absolutely mind-boggling to me. That that to me is a first sign of control. Yeah. And uh government control and I feel like when it comes to sports you're so big. You yeah. know what I mean? You, yeah. you have so much money and so all this shit behind you. Why are you listening to that shit? Like you should have maybe your own people in place. Uh-huh. And you know what I mean and and be pushing the envelope in the sense of like, you know, we need to get things going without your fucking approval, you know, as long as we're doing things right. And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's weird. Well, it's just the whole thing's weird to me and it's been handled, I think sloppy. Yeah. You know, and, and I know a lot of it, you know, being in Florida is because sports is an essential job. Yeah. What a fucking place to put it. Right. <laughs> and, and that's the, that to me is the craziest thing. Like if yeah. what is really going down in Florida right now with the cases, Yeah, that, I'm it, almost shocked that they're even considering still doing it. Well, exactly, because they're shutting down Miami on July 4th, like the biggest holiday of the year besides spring break, where they're shutting down South Beach. Again, Texas, you know, they're rolling back. Even in California, here, L.A. County, I'm not sure about San Diego County, but they just closed the bars again. I was at the bar last night. Yeah, we didn't. I haven't. I haven't seen San Diego okay. on that list, yeah. but well, I have read that. Yeah, a lot of L.A. Did, I was yeah. at the bar. I was at. I was at the casino, and then we were at the bar. You know, and it felt good to be at the bar again because you know I like to drink, and I was like, hell yeah! And now I'm like, can't go back to the bar. Like, 
You just took it from. So yeah, it's like yeah. we're falling back again. And so that's where I'm saying if we're falling back on top of all the social injustice, and not to mention a lot of these cats haven't like none of these cats are on trial yet. Not to mention, you know, with Breonna Taylor and all that stuff. Those cops, only one cop has been arrested out of the uh, whoever was involved in that. If everything goes sideways, we can have riots again and looting again and all these outbreaks again. And they're still going to talk about, well, we should play six more games. Well, I think it's I think it's pretty obvious that between that and, you know, let's say they start getting, you know, the positives start kicking up on the players. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? You got to like shut it, it down, bro. Yeah, it's going to get pulled. The, the, plug, the plug will get pulled pretty quick. And I, it, but it just sucks because you're going you're gonna to have a lot of guys, you know, yeah. like that are going to put their bodies through a lot right now to yep. get back in shape if they're, yep. you know, if they haven't been staying in shape, I'm going to assume that most of them most have. Most of them but, have, yeah. But, you know, still, nonetheless, um, you know, if that happens, that's just going to be. Yeah, and then people are going to be mad because they're going to say, oh, you didn't have the player's best interest at hand. And not to mention, you know, we talked about injuries. Right now, a lot of people would be going through their off-season workout plans, you know. Oh, yeah. And so that's going to throw off their body. So that's going to cause, you know, unless they're following that right now. And I know people play ball all year round, you know, in rec leagues like the Drew League here in L.A. or the Rucker out in New York or whatever. But it's, it's a lot to ask for the players to have to redo everything. That's why as much as I want it and you want it and the world wants to see sports again, it's not that important to where people need to risk their livelihoods, not just with the Rona, but just, you know, say they work out and blow out a knee, trying to get in season shape when their norm- their bodies used to be in off-season shape. Yeah, That could be a problem. And you, you, you're going to see injuries. You're going to see them. I mean, I don't want yeah. to, but I mean, it's we, gonna we've happen. heard LeBron. We've heard LeBron say about how the way his body is used to, you yeah, know, yeah, gearing up for a certain time of the year, yep. and, you know, and whatever. And so this changes all that dynamic. You know what I mean? All, right. Like you said, your off-season workout, you know, stuff like that. Um, and, and and it obviously during the lockdown, there was guys who didn't even have access to, yeah any sort of basketball hoop and shit. It was, you know, being reported that, you know, some of these young cats obviously were living in condos. Yeah. They didn't have <laughs> access to fucking go shoot at him, you know, on their, on their property. Exactly. Like someone like LeBron James does or whatever. Right. So, you know, things like that come into play. It, it puts, it puts more things in perspective. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, now, now that you say stuff like that, it probably would have been better. That had you not started the season by probably the beginning of June, yeah, um, you probably should have just shut it down yeah, and, you, and and got ready for October. And, and I feel the same way, and I, I yeah. I'm outspoken about it. And I mean, I could be putting myself at risk, you know, with my livelihood saying it, but it's how I feel. And yeah. a lot of people feel that way; they won't say it though. And I get why yeah. they don't, but you know, I, I'm just gonna say it because that's how I feel about it, you know. And, and mm-hmm. that's that's our common interest with basketball, but. Yeah, because I think the possibility of them getting through this, yeah, and crowning a champion is probably fifty-fifty at best. Yeah, yeah, I it's the way things are going. Well, so, well, I he, mean, now me personally, me no, no, honestly, I'm not, no. I'm not trying to be a dick about no, no, no. it. <laughs> me personally, <laughs> I would say fuck it and let them play, unless a player is really showing like major <laughs> fucking issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you let them fucking play through it, dude. Because I don't know how else you're going to fucking stop it with them. I really don't. Like, even under the circumstances, you put them on this big fucking island. 
yeah. you know, in Florida. Yeah. And you keep them, you know, it, it's, you know, just in this area to move around and shit. These fools are not going to stay there. I don't give a damn who well, says I, anything. I don't know, man. I'm just not convinced that fucking. You tell a grown man is, to stay in one area. Like, yeah, hey, millionaire. I'm convinced that the virus is like, it's, you know, like you can really keep it at bay like that. Yeah, you can't. It's going to infiltrate. I, I just don't. I just don't th- yeah, I really, I'm still on the herd, you know, natural herd immunity tip where I really feel like it's really better that the sick and the elderly stay fucking quarantine right and we get everything else back to normal and let our community get this shit Mm -hmm. get over it we're hearing more yeah the cases are up i get that because the testing is up but we are not hearing the amount of deaths we're hearing more people recovering from this because now they're fucking using better methods to treat it yeah so the recovery rate's higher you know what i mean it's staying still very high right so i i don't understand why that doesn't get reported i don't understand why that's not part of the diagnosis it's just but, the media's narrative, man. Working in the media as long uh, as I have, it's the narrative. Well, and corporate America. And corporate America. Yeah, yeah, Corporate of America is making money off of this shit, it, you know, even though jo- even though small businesses are going belly up. Of course. Corporate yeah. America is through the roof. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. You, know, you got to follow the money and things like that. You know, we both see Exactly. That. So, and, and speaking of which, with common, uh, <laughs> no, that's a bad segue. But, all right, before we do that. If the Lakers win, we're Laker fans, and they win the NBA Finals this year, do you think it's tainted because of the situation? That all depends on the play. Okay. That all depends on the play. That's that's if the, I love if that. the play looks fucking sloppy and shitty, and they win a title, it's it's not going to be nowhere near. You know what I mean? Right. If the competition is pathetic, if you got guys dropping out left and right, it's no different. Like I'll put it again, UFC. It's no different than a UFC card being pumped up. You know, you got three title fights. Right. And then, you know, right before the fight, someone misses weight, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And now they're fucking out of the competition. You're bummed. You're like, fuck. Now it's not going to be the fight that I was hoping. You're you're like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Same thing with this. I think this goes in the same category. This is all going to be based on on the competition and and the level of play. If the level of play is high, like they ain't missing a beat. Right. Oh, my God. This could be one of the best fucking short, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like asterisk years you've ever seen, I think. But, but if, if you have a ton of games that in 74 yeah, to 56. You immediately <laughs> see a drop off. If you're seeing like the top teams drop off, like they're just not looking strong. And, yeah. You know, or whatever. And some of the whatever it is, it's just all looking shitty all around. You're not, I don't think any of us are going to be really happy about it. Yeah. So you wouldn't support <laughs> that championship T-shirt? If, uh, if the Lakers I wouldn't won? say that. Just depends on what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're honest about it. Like, yeah, the shitty play, this, yeah. that, and the other. But man, that T-shirt's banging. I'm gonna. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell, man. I love your yeah, honesty, yeah. man. But yeah, yeah. I know people don't. They like to hear our banter, not just about sports. So here's the thing, and you kind of. Give me a kick in the ass about it. All of my law enforcement friends have been trying to get me to do this for years, but you <laughs> you know where I'm going already. <laughs> we are now, you before me for sure, we are now in the hashtag pew pew life. For those that don't know what pew pew means, that's, <laughs> that's getting that strap, cuz. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. My man P, he, look, <laughs> I love you, Paul, so I'm going to put you on blast a little bit, just a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead. You know I talk a lot, and I know you tune me out at times, and that's okay. I tune me out at times, and then I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
<laughs> but then when I bring up your gun, <laughs> you light up like a kid. It's like, yeah. yo, let me tell you about the sight on this thing and blah blah blah. I'm and this is why I'm happy, because you are now a proud gun owner. Yes. Um, Second Amendment. Whoop, whoop. And I've been wanting one for years, but the ex-wife didn't want me to have one. And so I didn't get one for whatever reason. I just whispered into the microphone. Um, <laughs> and now she wants one. Anyway. Oh, let me change. The, anyway. So. <laughs> everybody else. Huh? I said her and everybody yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, bro. Um, I decided I was going to do the same thing as you. You got the strap that I want. I can't find it in L.A. unless they want to charge like 800 for it. But I'm happy that we're both a part of that life now because we can bond now, bro. And yeah. one of the dopest conversations we had was the other day, man, when I was like, hey, Paul, I did it. You know, as if I scored with a chick in like high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I was excited. I was like, yo, right. I got this. I got my shit now, bro. You know, yeah. and we can go to the range. We can hang out. We just started making all these plans again. Yeah. But um, it's 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 scary out here, man. And that's that's where I'm getting to. I know there's a funny component, and we'll go back to that. But what I'm starting to see out here. With all this change, and I know I don't usually get political on my podcast, but right. you're starting to see people, and oh, I don't even know how to phrase it without yeah, like, no, the story. Yeah, I see where you're going. The stories are out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, March uh, had the biggest uh, gun sales in history. Yeah, in one month, uh, I can't remember exactly the number. I know it was in the millions. Yeah, it two, was two to four million. Yeah, in one one month or something like that. Right. I was part of that gun sale. <laughs> <That was> the, <laughs> Look at you. I was, I was part of the, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, that was the month that I started my, my shit. So <laughs> I was part of that and yeah. it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. I was, I took a good, I want to say I took a good two weeks yeah. to research mm -hmm. on, uh, what guns, you know, were, you know, probably the best for a first time buyer, first time shooter. Right. I've shot guns before yeah, in the same, past, same. Uh, just never owned one mm -hmm. or whatever. So I definitely wanted to make sure I got, you know, something that I was going to like. <laughs> oh, you do. And so, <laughs> luckily, luckily, I had shot in enough Glocks yeah. that I knew I knew enough about a Glock that I knew I liked it. So I thought, I'm just going to go with the safe bet yeah. and got a Glock 19. Now, when I went in, like yourself, mm -hmm. they didn't have one on the show. It was mm -hmm. blown the fuck out. Yeah. Um, it was pretty crazy. Luckily enough, I was able to order one. Um, at that time, they told me I was looking at about a two to three month mm. uh, wait That's because crazy. the guns, the gun companies were couldn't keep up. Yeah. And so they couldn't even really give me, you know, even two months telling me that was they couldn't say that was for sure. Right. Now, I don't know how I lucked out because <laughs> two months ended up being two weeks. So. When I got that call that my gun was in, and now I can start my <laughs> my droves process, you know, which is your background yep, check, yep. dude. I was like a fucking yeah. It was like Santa called me and said, "Hey, <laughs> your presents here, kid. You want to come get it? You know, <laughs> sit on my lap or whatever." I was like, "Hell yeah!" So, but uh, yeah, so got the process done in another two weeks. So yeah. you know, from start to finish, my first gun took a full probably thirty days. Right. Uh, and, and we live in a state that it's extremely hard to go through the process. California yeah, okay. is the worst. The yeah. worst. Almost every other state, people, you can walk up. Hey, that's a nice gun. I'd like to buy that. Here you go, sir. Have yeah. a nice day. 
like that, I'm not lying. <laughs> California is the only oh fucking state, gosh, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that does a, t- a 10 day background. Yeah, check. and mine was 12 to 15 because there's so many requests. Yeah, that's what I when was When I got my MP, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. I got the MP, you know, I, I did my yeah, research. Yeah, mine took 14 days. My, yeah. my first one took 14 days. Yeah. And then uh, I purchased recently, I purchased a second uh, firearm. Mm-hmm. Uh, MP, uh, MMP Shield 40 uh, caliber, and uh, yep. that thing was start to finish. That thing took, I think, a full 10, uh, 12 days. Yeah, it's it's took, ridiculous. I took two here. days to shop, <laughs> decided <laughs> the gun that I wanted, which they luckily had on the shelf at the time. Yeah. And uh, when I purchased it, it took 10 days. It was an, a straight see, 10 days, and my gun was ready. I was see, like, holy crap. You've heard my stories, bro. Like, yeah, in LA, it's crazy. San Diego, yeah, San Diego's a little easier. LA, you know, I want the Glock 19, but the way LA is now, I mean, there's crime is going up. Like, people, I don't know, I live in a safe neighborhood, okay? But just 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 explain, okay, to them, like, in that day that we were talking, bro, that you told me what you were going through and then what the end result was. Okay, so here's my shopping experience for those that you know. I like that you interviewed me, Paul. You asked me a question. Well, I'm talking about start to, like when when I told you you had to go get your fire safety. Oh, okay. So all right, we'll just do, with that. All right, just with that. I still like that you're interviewing me right now. It's fucking flattering. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. So you know, I one of my homeboys in law enforcement. You know, he took me to this gun shop. He's like, dude, you know, check these out. I fell in love with the Glock 19, and that was months ago before the Rona even kicked in. And I'm like on the fence about it because of my kids and. I haven't really shot a gun since I was in the military. So, you know, I was like on the fence. But then all this stuff starts happening. I'm like, okay, you know what? I think it's time. It's freaking time. So after, you know, hearing that you got one, I I was like, damn, I felt like a kid. Like I had to keep up with the Joneses. But I already know things are popping off. And then, then we see riots and stuff. So I'm like, all right, it's time. I don't give a damn. It's time. So I went, I called 15 different stores in the L.A. area. No one had a Glock 19. I was like, well, I want to at least get the safety um, certificate. You have to make an appointment, people, in L.A. County. You have to make an appointment, and it's usually a two-week wait to do it. A two-week wait in Los Angeles County. And I call Paul, and I'm like, yo, how long did it take you to do your stuff? Because you bought yours in the middle of all this stuff. And he's like, Man, I just went and sh- showed up, did it, and was done in 30 minutes. I was like, what? So then I called a gun store. And they're like, yeah, come on down. I'm like, well, you know, I'm in L.A. They're like, it covers the whole state. You're good. So I drove from Los Angeles to San Diego to take the damn test. because and got it done. Huh? And got it done. Yeah, and got it done in 30 minutes. Oh, we missed two. That, that day. I knew I drove down, Same got day. it down that day. I had to drive in my car. I mean, I always love going to San Diego, second home, and I can see you. But. I had to drive all the way down to San Diego, got it done the same day, and it was easy. L.A., I could not do that anywhere. Anywhere. I called every store. You know, I tried to avoid the city of Los Angeles because it's even more strict. But, you know, I was trying to like Burbank. I was trying all that. So I got, I got the test done real easy. So I thought, hey, I got the test done. I should be able to get the firearm. So, again, I went to, physically went to about 12 different gun shops. Okay, L.A. area, Inland Empire area of California. Let me say real quick. Let yes. me say real quick. Yes. I take a little bit of responsibility because after you got your certificate, you could have shopped at the there at that yeah. point. You probably could have ordered your gun. Yeah. And I, I was the one that said, hey, instead of ordering <laughs> your gun and have to make a trip back down here, 
you know, why don't you just go and shot? Yeah, why don't you just go shot back down in L.A. and get your gun? Yeah, for yeah, sure we... you were going to be able to go down to L.A. <laughs> so did I. And find, <laughs> and find a gun within a week and be able to, you know, bro, find something. I could not believe no, what I was hearing from crazy. you about, dude. I can't get into a store. No, nope. they're telling me I have to make it a reservation. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Me? Dead ass serious. <laughs> like every gun store has a line outside in L.A. And then when you get there, the guy comes out with the clipboard and's like, "Oh, you want to purchase a firearm? Well, you need to make an appointment tomorrow, but you can only call to make an appointment. You can't come in person. And then you have to wait a week after that to purchase." Meanwhile, I'm meanwhile I'm standing in the same line because there's lines here in San Diego yeah. too. They're only letting ten people in at a right, time. Right, right. But I'm standing in a line too, going, "I'm about to get one right now." <laughs> And I'm in the line saying, damn, I got a call. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I just think that's so crazy, man. That it is. Just, so I had to go a little bit. It was insane. So I had to go a little bit outside of L.A. to Burbank, which is right outside of L.A. And I went to two different gun stores. And when I called them, they're like, you we're not taking appointments. You have to wait in line. I'm like, okay. So the first gun shop I went to. Um, I had to sit in line just for them to tell me, all right, um, we're going to call you in three hours. What? What? Yeah. You can purchase a firearm today. We we have a nice assortment, but you're going to have to wait three hours. Do you have the Glock 19? Nope, we're out of that. We're on a three-week back order. Every store in L.A. is on a three-week back order for a Glock 19, unless you get it through consignment, and that's a whole other thing you got to do. And I don't, I don't have the time for it. And I was telling you, you know, it's getting it's getting crazy in L.A., P. I, I'm going to get something today. And yeah. so I, I did my research. You know, you talked big on the M&P um, 40. And I was like, you know what? I, I like the way it feels. I've shot one before. It You know, it's perfect in my hand. I need something now. Second purchase will be a Glock 19. I don't give a damn. So, But I need something now. So I went to another gun shop. And they were like, they, had, they actually had signs on the door. Uh, we're not letting people in to purchase today. And we're not taking appointments. But, you know, Big Brother Jake Charm, some dimples kicked in. I was like, yo, check it out, girl. I really, I really need a gun. And uh, can you just let me in right quick? Okay. Damn, she was fly. But anyway, so <laughs> she let me in. And then I got this crazy-ass white chick like, yo, you need a gun? Come over here. We got this. We got that. No Glock 19. No, no. Three-week back order. Damn. All right. I want the M&P 40. And she pulls it out. I liked it. You know, messing with it. And uh, got it done. But the whole, I said all that to say this, it took forever to get a gun in L.A. So from the time I got the certificate to uh, the, the purchase was three freaking weeks, man. Three weeks. Because everyone's. And now you're waiting another 12 at least 14 days. days. Yes. Yeah, at least, well, 10, I should say, at least 10. Minimum. If not more. Yeah, it's definitely so going to be more. Be, yeah, so your first gun's going to be like mine in probably 30 days yep. from to front to back. Yep, and that's, it sucks. And, that, and that's crazy. That's and, crazy to think yeah. that other states, you can literally walk in in two hours yeah. and walk out. You go to a gun, a gun show, you can pick it up right in there, too. You know, yep. except here in California. And, and, here's and it's like, getting worse. It is. That's the, yeah. I mean, let me tell you something. I'm almost... I'm like sitting here hyped that I got, you know, these two handguns. Yeah. And they're on the verge of passing another law oh that's going to make semi automatics or yeah. any sort of, you know what I mean? Any yeah. sort of gun that you can pop off fucking 10 rounds in a, you know, a couple seconds. They're going to fucking put it under another shit. And it's going to be like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? I don't know. I'm serious, Jake. I don't know how much longer I can fucking last in California. You know, I, I, I just don't know how much longer I, I can stay here. Man. I hear you. I hear you on that. I, I have always thought about leaving the state, but 
I it's not because of family that I stay here. I like legit physically love the state of California. I love the I weather. I love the beaches. I, I love too. yeah. It's just it, they're not making it easy. And and here's the thing: I want to get out. This is not propaganda on my part or your part. We, we don't look into it. I, I call them Rebloodikins and Democrips because they're a gang, okay? And they're both on, sure. the, they're two different feathers on the same bird. So I don't, I, I, it's not political. I know Republicans are like known for gun control and all that. Look, or, or, or for pro gun and, and Democrats want gun control. Look, I don't give a damn about politics. I care about my life and my family's life. You know, so I got to protect my family. I can't do it with a baseball bat. Okay? I care about the Constitution. Yeah, exactly. I mean, things exactly. were put in place. Things were put in place how long ago? Oh, for the, the, for what we're dealing with today? Like 300 that, that years ago. Tell, that tells you almost just how fucking smart and, and ahead of the game those people were, that they were able to predict Yeah. that at some point in time, you know what I mean? Yep. The government will try to take over yep. and the people need to be, you know, have the 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 right laws in place yeah. that they can fucking protect themselves from a tyrannic government. Yeah. See, I, so yeah. It, it just it's proof in the pudding, man. That's how I see. I'm like, I feel like and I keep saying it. They're, they keep putting fine print on the Constitution. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You're right to bear arms, but you can't have an AR-15, which they get wrong all the fucking time yeah. about what that gun entails and what yep. it's for. Okay. Constantly. But for whatever reason, it's the narrative behind every gun law. Right. And, and it's, it's so, it's not, it's upsetting, you mm-hmm. know, for one, if you really are an American and you really believe in all, all that shit. Okay. All the stuff that we're backed by. Yeah. And then, then it's, you should be very upset and disheartened that your government is trying that is doing that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people forget, like, even in the Constitution, if the government's acting a fool, you have the right to overthrow the government. But they don't invoke that, you know what I'm saying? And and, and that's the thing. Because the one thing I want to get out is I'm not trying to make this a political thing. This is just basic human, you know, our our rights as Americans. And I fought for this country. And here's the thing. I I was never, I've I've always been pro-gun. Always, you know, I'm a registered Democrat, but, you know, I have no faith in our government. So I, I'm really not even down for either side at all. all right. You know, so our, our our government has failed us, term limits and all that. And I can get deep into politics, even though I try to avoid them on this show. I can get deep on it. But the thing is, people take things and interpret it a way that benefits them. Both sides, all of us do it. But now with race wars going on and you're seeing things revert back to the 50s and 60s and a pandemic that's scaring the hell out of everybody and whatever else people need to be protected people need to arm themselves and have the right to do it and the same people that i run into like oh guns this and that well you'll call a cop and be okay with them to have a gun and but but you'll down me for having a firearm i don't i never understood that i i think i think with the amount of sales that you've seen i think you've seen Probably a lot of people who were probably against guns, yeah, have they were the ones standing in line to get one, yeah. You know what yep. I mean. And and I've read numerous reports, and I've seen some, uh, you know, watched some videos about all this stuff. And it is that a lot of the numbers are reporting to, you know, <laughs> first time gun buyers people who were, you know, not really big <laughs> yep. on guns, yep. and they just didn't like what they were seeing between whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> between what the government is doing, between the uh, you know the rioting and stuff like that, yeah. So that's why they chose one, um, you know. And I know a lot of I know even the people who are still probably anti-guns 
are going to be like, yeah, that's just more people that shouldn't have them. Right. And we're going to see this, that, and the other. But right now, the statistics don't support that. No, I, I mean, to be quite honest, all the all the bad shit that happens when you get into shootings, most mm-hmm. of the people that do that stuff stole those guns. Yeah, they're not you registered. They they're they're not got them off the street in the black market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not a registered gun owner. They're not part of the NRA. You know what I right. mean? And so <laughs> it, it's it's stuff like that that I think gets overlooked when when you start hearing people going, "Oh yeah, we need to have gun laws and we need to stop that." It's like you need to really look into yeah. everything, and that's what I did. I'm not yeah. lying. No, I, I, I did all that I shit before yeah. I went and purchased this. As much as I was going to probably do it anyway, yeah, I wanted to be completely educated right you know on what i was about to get into because it is a responsibility absolutely as much as we're talking about it like it's fucking like we went and got on a ride at magic mountain (laughs) you know what i mean look at my new cat gun no you know what i mean it's very important that you you know you carry a lot of responsibility i haven't even even taken any classes yet and i plan on to yeah i'm I'm definitely doing that 100 because i want to be a responsible owner and do the right thing so i know and i already respect the weapon i didn't mean to cut you off bro yeah but yeah yeah, like you said i wanted i also wanted to protect my family absolutely have that peace of mind that if you know if anything did go down that i was able to have something that you know, because look how people acted when there's no toilet paper, bro. <laughs> look at that. Oh, well, we're running it was out funny of me because right, right in the midst that I got my Glock. Yeah. Like shortly after I got it, um, the protesting started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the rioting kicked in and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And we were, we had a trip planned to go to Vegas. Right. And I'm seeing people come on freeways, stopping freeways. Yeah, you know, see, and that's not and, cool, man. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I'm all down for the protesting, but then I'm watching, like, dude, people are just walking out the cars, like, smashing on cars for what reason? Right. For what? I don't know. I can't see who's in that car, so I don't know if it's a racial thing. I don't know if you're fucking just being a dick right. or whatever, but right. it's like, nonetheless, I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I just I looked at Joe and I'm like, yo, man, I'm thinking about bringing the strap. You know, I, I put a little feeler out there to people on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, like, hey. I saw that. <laughs> you know, because I, mean? I, re- I really was com- I really was conflicted. Like, I don't know if I should roll with it. I want to. Yeah. But I don't know if I should, you know. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. but that was that, you know, and I did. I ended up taking it with me. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, it didn't, it didn't, <laughs> you know, it wasn't on my mind at all. I, I mean, I knew it was in the car, and that, that was enough to make me feel, I don't know, for whatever reason, at ease. Well, you, you know? Well, yeah, because you never know what people's intentions are, man, especially nowadays with, with everything that's going on, you know. It's a scary time for everyone, and it's hard to trust anybody, you know, because yeah. people yeah. have agendas. And, you know, again, I won't get into politics, but some people have feel like they have a license to do and say whatever they want now because of certain leadership. Um, and others are, you know, people just want to defend themselves. Yeah. Oh, social media. I've never seen so many people that went from, um, scientific experts to, uh, social experts within a three week span. It's, it it just boggles me. And then you can't have an opinion on something because if you're pro mask, you know, you're, you're a pussy, excuse my language to people listening. If, if, if you're, you know, don't you're not down with the mask you don't care about other people's rights it's right, like right, people can right. do what they want that's what america is you can't be an american say i need free speech and i'm allowed to feel the way i feel and get mad because somebody else has a different opinion follow, yeah because if it doesn't follow the narrative yes you're gonna you're gonna be labeled something now exactly and that's you know why I, mean? I told everybody call me what you want i don't give a damn yeah and, 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 and i'm sorry go ahead man. 
No, go. Go right yeah. ahead. So, and that's why I put it out there to people because I was tired of people, you know, like I respect the laws and I respect the rules and I'll follow them because that's what I do. That's what we yeah. all should do. But we shouldn't do things based on whatever. But I tell everyone, no, I'm not down with this group. I'm not down with that group because I got friends that were marching for BLM. I got cops that were on the front line too. So I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm a damn individual and you're an individual. And that's why we've been friends for over 35 years because we don't, we never clicked with anyone. We were our own people. Like they flocked to us. We don't go to you. You come to us. (laughs) It's for someone who's been raised in a city that was, you know, pretty uh-huh. mixed yeah you know what i mean uh-huh. then i moved to san diego and you know i'm dealing <clears throat> with uh you know a different like we didn't have a lot of uh, asian culture in no Barstow. no we did so, not right very, i knew, I knew like two families <laughs> yeah so it wasn't as big as is african-american in, in in our mexican community and yep. shit like that yep. but you know i moved down here and i get this big you know asian community feel and stuff yeah and so this is this is my life you know what i mean yeah. like all these different races and colors and cultures and shit. And it's like, of me of all people, you know, <laughs> if you know me, yeah, like you wouldn't question it. Right. But under the circumstances, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm even fucking like watching my P's and Q's. Yeah. You have or whatever. To. You have to. Even with the people that I'm like comfortable with, because now I don't know. I don't know how much of this has affected them. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. you know, what they've gone through that maybe, you know, like what you shared has brought up mm-hmm. something that they, you know, went through a long time ago, but it's brought back some yeah. bad memories. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. damn, dude. And it, and it, it, it hurts because I feel like I'm losing yeah. a piece of myself. You know what I mean? To, yeah. To, to really some, some of it is ignorance. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and some of it is just emotion. Mm-hmm. And and I hate to see the two come together because I think that's what we're seeing with the, the you know, the over the looting and the fucking destroying uh, of, yeah. you know, businesses when it's like we should be right. You know, that's not the problem. Those are not the people. That's not. The, they're not the, the ones that are that trying stuff. to yeah. fix anything. They're the ones yeah, that are opportunistic. They, they're not the ones that kneeled on George Floyd's neck. Yeah. They're not the one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. I, I it just doesn't make any sense it, to me. Yeah, like it doesn't make I know. any sense it, to it, me. It, I'm it, trying to find a sense. I'm down for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm down with the organization, man. Yeah, no, I you feel know what you. I mean? that, no, that's like, that's perfectly 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 fine. No, I yeah. get it. And because, so it's it's tough to. I don't know. We all, I think we're all having trouble really processing. And that's the this. thing. And that's the thing. And I, I guess we're going to get into politics. Fuck it. We'll say it. So, like, I get what you're <laughs> saying because when last time I saw you, we had this discussion. And the thing is, I think in our entire friendship, we never, ever brought up race. I mean, we would mess around and whatever. But, I've never been blind to it. Like when people say no, I'm blind to color. Yeah, no. Like that, I not, mean, that's, that's like I don't believe in that. No, no. I, I because see that's color just, because yeah. I see individuality. Right. You know what I mean? You know, and, I, you, I, I tell, and I tell this to my daughter all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't. The reason why it's 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 so beautiful to look out in the world and see all these different colors is like because why the fuck would you want to see yourself every day? It's boring. <laughs> it's said, boring. I, you know, I've asked for that. I'm like, would you want to wake up and see you? Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. You know, and even a six-year-old can tell me, like, no. Yeah, my, you know what I mean? my kids like, are the no, same that way. That doesn't sound fun at all, Dad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's why we love everything. We love seeing 
you know, yeah. cultures and races. Because you can learn from it. And that's, exactly. that's you can learn exactly. from it. And, and that was the funniest part, like, to me. wasn't I'm not saying funny, but, like, when we sat down and had our conversation the last time I was down in San Diego with you, we actually had to dig deep. And then you were like, man, I realized what you went through. And I was like, I never expected you to have to. I, I, I never even wanted that talk with you because we never cared. Like, are you? Can you play ball? Can can? Uh, do you like spades? You like to get faded? And you cool with me? Yeah. <laughs> you know. And it sucks, but it, we kind of had to look back and, and and see ourselves and figure out. Hey, man. I mean, we're both on the same side. It brought it brought up but, it brought up some situations that I had been a part of. Yeah, where yeah. not only did I see my friends being, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what I mean, I was, I remember being with my friend, uh, Ken Thomas. This is yeah. two Ken Thomases in, in <laughs> high school. This was another Ken Thomas, not KT. Yeah. Nobody remembers, but uh, in Barstow, you, yeah, yeah. He, clarified. but, uh, <laughs> he, um, I remember walking with him down the road and two dudes in a pickup truck rolled by and yelled the N word. Mm. I'm, I'm walking with him. Mm. Dude, I mean, he didn't hesitate. He picked up a rock, boom, <laughs> smashed that back window on that truck like it wasn't shit. Love it. But I was in shock. Yeah. I, I mean, I was in complete awe that somebody on the on a Barstow Road yeah. just rode by and yelled that on us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yelled that at us and yeah. stuff, or yelled that at him. I shouldn't say it us. Yelled that at him. Oh, uh, you were one. Or whatever. You were one. But I was. But <laughs> Could I you was, hang with one? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, that takes in, me into in my their eyes. Story. In their eyes, yeah. Well, that takes me into my other story is like I've been a witness to it in that sense. I've even been part of just by association mm-hmm. through cops. Yeah. I hate to say it. Barca police have fucked with me just by association. No, that, it, you okay. It's something. It, it's real. It's not. You're not sugarcoating. Yeah. It's, it's the facts. Then I moved down here mm-hmm. okay, to San Diego. First place I lived, Lakeside, mm. predominantly white. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. It had a reputation when I moved down here. In fact, yeah. its next door neighbor is Santee, aka Clan. Clan T, yeah. Oh my okay. God, yes. So not the news I wanted to hear. Right. But things were going pretty good until one day I walked up to my door mm. and had N Lover on my door. Mm. And I was like completely like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, found out through a neighbor that not only did my complex not feel too kind of me because of the way I dress, the music that I listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be bumping Tupac and shit when I rolled up, right? Stuff like that. But they were mostly skinheads in this joint. Like there was like an active skinhead group mm. was living in the complex. That's crazy. So it was really crazy, dude. I had to get, I had to move out like yeah. ASAP. I was, I was getting threats all the time. Yeah, and all kinds of shit. Neighbors telling me like, dude, if you would have shown up ten minutes earlier. There was a group of fools out here talking about you, mm. you know, all kinds of shit. And I'm just like, wow, call me uh wigger. Oh. I used to get called. I used to get stuff like that. So and it was crazy to me because I'm just like, this is this is absolutely <laughs> this is white people. Complete opposite of what you white used people. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Call another white person. Like I was like, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm from Barstow. Like yeah. I'm not used to this. Shit. Right. And it got to the point where I had some fucking people on the phone, like ready to come down. And, yeah. And do some stuff like it was really getting to that point because I felt threatened. Of course. I mean, if any time that I really should have owned a gun, it should have been that time. But, <laughs> you know, you want to come case though. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, damn, I just moved to San Diego yeah. and shit. You know. So, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, you know, there's but nothing. I mean, that's just this, you know, experience that I've gone through. And yeah, 
to Good. hear your story mm-hmm. and to hear, you know, and hear others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just, it, it breaks my fucking heart. <laughs> it yeah. really breaks my heart. Cause I don't want to see my boys go through any of that. Yeah. Um, it, it's, but it also, mm-hmm. it also, like, I think I told you that night, I mm-hmm. said, you know, what makes me mad the most dude about all this is well, one, I think the processing needs to be on the, the steps of the Capitol. Absolutely. You know I mean? it You're going to do it where it gets attention. The, Exactly. It needs to be in the face of the people that make these these decisions. Right. Because they're not fucking at Target. Okay. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. Whatever. You can't you, know ra- I mean? you can't end racism by looting Target and yeah. Walmart and everywhere so, else, man. But the other thing I didn't like was I didn't like seeing white people leading the charge. Yeah. I didn't like seeing white people lead the charge. This wasn't your fight. This didn't happen to your community. I felt like it then. I told you this. I said white people should be supporting the black community right mm-hmm. now, we should be watching their back because that's what didn't happen. Okay. Right. Nobody was watching George Floyd's back right. and we should be watching their back. And and then when we need to be heard, it should be because we are asked to speak. All right. Plain yeah. And simple. No, that's, I, that's my personal opinion. And, and I respect your opinion 100%. And here's my, I don't, I don't think we should have been, lead, I don't think any white person should be leading the charge of this shit. I feel you one hundred percent on that because it's you know? not happening to our community, dude. You know, I get, I get that um, people they're sympathizers, and I get people are allies, and I don't have a problem with people being down for the cause. I don't because you know I'm down for like the Latino cause, like with ICE mm-hmm. and the kids in the cages. I am Mexican, and I'm not an illegal alien, but I'm gonna I'll ride for them. But I shouldn't be. The one like screaming out loud, you know, but I'm an ally and I will lend support wherever if people want to come on the show. Exactly. If you need my help exactly. physically, you want me to go down and march with you, I'll do it, but I won't be in the front. But here's the other thing. And this is what upset me. And I'm going to change the subject after this. But like, this is what upsets me now. Since, okay, Juneteenth, all right, back in the 1800s, all right, black people were freed, slaves were freed, okay. Now all of a sudden, and this is what upsets me, and I've caught hell from black folks from this, but why all of a sudden you want to change everything now? Because it's trendy to do and it's about the bottom line. Like all of a sudden we're changing names of roller coasters. We're changing names of products. I mean, I never liked Aunt Jemima anyways, and I did that experiment on Facebook that pissed people off. But like the thing is like, oh, now you want to change it. Now? Now. I mean, kudos. Okay, thank you. But now, that's what upsets me. It's like you knew this was going on for a hundred and some years. Now you want to change yeah. everything. You know, there's, there's like, was it Cleveland from Family Guy or whatever? A white guy does his voice. The white guy's like, a oh, black guy should do this. Wow, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that came out like a couple days ago. And I was like, all right, listen. I think I heard that too with the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, that does the Simpson yeah. voice, and he does, uh, yeah, the Seven Eleven dude. Yeah, and, and it's, now it's like, yeah, I shouldn't do that voice. And, and it's like, okay, listen, man, I think it's a little overboard. It's a little overkill because yeah. what what is changing a syrup logo going to do for the cost? No, you just want to look correct so you can get everybody's money. That's my opinion. I I'm I'm tired of it. It's like you're pandering and placating. Like a like a politician, like when Hillary. Well, I mean, it's ugh. for all the for all the talk of we want to come together. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like you're putting all kinds of things in place to keep us divided. Yes, 
Because it's not you know it's I mean? not helping racial harmony by renaming a syrup. I, I totally it's agree. It's stupid. I mean, I don't. I never liked it because my dad was like, "We ain't have no Aunt Jemima in this house," and I'm like, "All right, why, Dad? Because it's racial stereotype." I respected that. That was fine. Yeah. You know, but it's like now let's change it because it's offensive. Well, you had a chance to do that. To me, it comes off as not genuine to me at all. And you know, I just want to get your perspective on that real quick. You know, like. To me, it just seems like you're placating and, and pandering. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I do. I, I really do. It, it, I don't see but, any but, difference in what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, What's that helping? I mean, okay, call it progress. What's it helping? What's it helping? Mm-hmm. You just, no. you, you want everybody's money. That That's how I see it. But Yeah, well, you know. yeah. I mean, it's like when the mask thing, you know, when this pandemic started, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, you know, you need to wear a mask. And it was kind of just thrown out there. And, oh, that you know, and it was all focused around, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much like N95 masks, like yeah. doctor's masks. Yeah. And then immediately it's just like every company, it didn't matter what yeah. you fucking were about. Let me tell you guys a story. I'm not, this is no bullshit. <laughs> I went to my donut shop, uh-huh. the donut shop that's by my house yes, I know in their going. window <laughs> says, 20 N5, N95 masks for $20 and shit. Like yeah. they're selling N95 masks at the donut shop. At a shop. donut shop. I was with you. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just letting you guys know it was, it became profit. It wasn't yeah. no more about health. Yeah. It became profit and everybody's on. Yeah. Board. You can go on a street Every- corner and get your, I mean, I'm guilty. I bought a Dodger one because I'm a Dodger fan, but like, you know, it's a fashion accessory. It's the trendy thing. Yeah. It's the trend. It's, it's not even really about health. It's the trendy thing. Anybody, you can fucking wear a doctor's mask. Why do you need to have fucking lips on the front of it? Yeah. Why do you need to have a, you know what I mean? I Why it. does there need to be a picture on it? Yeah. It, it becomes because now it's trendy. Look at my fucking trendy mask. Yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen like. I'm not down with that. No, nah, yeah. I've seen like Gucci masks and stuff like that, like authentic yeah. Gucci masks and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I know. And I, 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 I hate it. And I'm in the. I saw a posting. I saw a posting from a guy that said in a Target. I, I want to see. I'm going to go try uh-huh. to find it and see if it's at my Target. <laughs> if this guy's like, just saw this at Target. It's a rack, uh-huh. okay, uh-huh. with mask on it. Yeah. Like like they've made masks yeah. with a mirror up top so you can fucking see what it oh, looks like on. Oh, no. Seriously? <laughs> not, not not kidding. I, believe, no, I, I saw the picture of it. Uh-huh. I was like, dude, if that is real, that's fucking the stupidest shit I've ever yeah. seen. Like, what are you promoting right now? You're promoting basically spreading shit. Like, yeah. people are going to really put that thing on. Oh, I don't like the way that looks. <laughs> and then put it back up on the rack? I, I just try to get something where I'm being protective. You know, and and oh my God. I, I'm not trying to. You know, I don't even know what to say about. You. Don't get me started. No, I know I, because I'm not, I'm... we're already an hour deep. I want to take you to three, no. but uh, yeah. <laughs> like Joe Rogan. Let's but... do it. Let's do it, Rogan. <laughs> but ready. Let me rewind it back a little bit here with the gun thing. So, you know, we're gonna start hanging out more at the shooting range because you were you're very nice to include me in the family plan because we convinced the guy we're related. <laughs> yeah. That was like, cool. That was funny because I was like, "Can't you tell that's that's my bro?" Yeah, usually we have to. This is the same household. They're like, <laughs> yeah, are fucking related. Can't you tell? Yeah, he he got a laugh, and I think the laugh like made it to where we, you know, I, I got included yeah. into your platinum plan, which is dope as hell. Yeah. So the thing is, you know, because I want to end this on a fun light note, because <laughs> I, <laughs> is that possible, Jake? Even today, is that even possible? <laughs> well, I I 
don't think I've ever dug deep into politics like that on this program. But you know, it's fine. It's uh, good. It's, it's good. It's healthy to get it out because I don't it usually, is. and I don't want to come off as Pollyanna about it, and I don't want to come off across like, oh, it's not happening. Put my head in the sand. Let's talk about the fake philosopher tacos and P Dub and I having fun. <laughs> I, I I know I can't do that because I'm doing a disservice. You know, if I can talk about mental health, if I can talk about me getting dissed by girls in high school and then hearing me have explosive diarrhea, you know, go back to the other episodes. You'll, you'll, you'll find it. And, and, you know, we can talk about everything else. And I think it's healthy to have that discussion in a calm manner. Because, I mean, as much as we love each other, we don't 100% agree on everything because then that would be stupid. It'd be boring. I wouldn't want to be your friend. You know, but we agree on a lot of things. You know, <laughs> I'm just kicking the real. You know, I got friends that like Trump, but you know what? That's your whatever. I don't. It ain't gonna whatever. But but my whole point is this. Now the light hard part. Um, we, because of you, I can go to the the range down in your in your city, and we can yes. have fun and, and 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 get down on that pew pew life, you know. And yeah. um, I feel bad that you know I, I've list, I when I get a chance to try to listen to old episodes of the podcast so I can see what works and what doesn't, and. I still feel bad we haven't done a lot of things together. You know, we're so close. We're so tight. We know each other yeah, like, like so well. Shit, like our Vegas trip, they got fucking. <laughs> Thank you, Rolo. That was like, we, yeah. Fucking we had that all planned, for, you know, to do a nice little road trip. Yeah. Well, we're still talking about doing that. but Yeah, we'll figure something know, out. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. We, we don't do a lot of things in that sense. Yeah, we don't. And, haven't. and No, we haven't. And, you know, part of, part of, part of my firearm uh, purchase. 95% of it was, all right, 90% of it was to protect my family. But I like having common interests with my friends. And, you know, I know a lot of law enforcement, a lot of law enforcement. But I see your interest in it. And I've always wanted to get one. I've just been waiting. And no time better than now, you know. Yep. So, so we're going to start going to the range and, and yes. bonding and having that, yes. that the friendship we deserve to have, okay? <laughs> and... I'm going to do something that might scare you just a little bit. Me at the range is scary. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you can have like, I'm going to keep my strap, man. I'm going to point it at you till you get it right. You probably should, seriously. Because, my, oh, what's this? Pow! Oh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, nah, I ain't that bad. I'm bad, but I'm not bad. We need to do more. So this is what I'm going to do. And you may not be down with it, but I don't give a damn if my podcast I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to make, I'm going to put a, like a questionnaire on Instagram. If you go to at Big Brother Jake or at the Big Brother Jake podcast, I'll put it on both. I'm going to let the people decide what we should do to enhance our friendship, P. Like do activities together. Oh, no. Yes. I mean, like the way you just put that. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I am into women 100%. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but it could be like, I spent the night at your house. That's about as far as it's going. <laughs> like the you, hey, look, yeah, you you know, I, I'm not. No, I feel you. I, I feel you. I love the ladies. Give me a call. I love the ladies. <laughs> you like you like my radio voice? Holla at your boy, Big Brother Jake. Quiet storm. P feels really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so not, but, right until you said quiet storm, then I got kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> brought back some memories right there. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Non-stop romantic. This isn't getting awkward, I know. So, <laughs> so I want, and please keep it, I don't care if it's X-rated, but, like, look, P and I, we, 
I don't, you know, he got a beautiful girl. Yeah, and I'm in the process what of a divorce. So, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, don't be stupid and I'm not going to respond to, oh, you guys should go to, you know, Hillcrest in San Diego or West Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, the bars are fun, but like, I'm not into that. I mean, but if you are, it's fine. Whatever. We want, I, I want suggestions on what two friends that have been friends for 35 years, what we should do. Like, I'll, I'll start it like hang gliding or parachute out of a plane or, you know, open up a small business to get. Now, I want I want to know what people that have friends like you and I, tight as hell, know each other for years. I want to l- just gently put it out there with a lot of noise. <laughs> All right. What the homies should do, you know, adventure wise, because we haven't done a lot together. A lot of that's my fault. Because I was married, but like you know, <laughs> a lot of that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it I is. Think it's just what I think it was just one of those things. You know what I mean? I mean, you you were living in San Bernardino. I was in. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, like I said before, like we were our prime time that we should have been really doing dirt yes, together and yes. great memories. Unfortunately, we were in two different cities. So, yeah, and we lost out know? on a lot of that, and it, we had to make yeah. it up in the summertime and like certain weekends, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Even now, then, you know, as soon as I'm like, hey, I'm around. And then you had me for like two years and I went out to see a couple times and went to see the world a couple times. And then I come back and boom, I'm married. Like, what the hell? So like, yeah, <laughs> it, it happened like that, y'all. So <laughs> I want to do more things. You know, Vegas trip's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to get you back in the studio to do another song. You know, <laughs> I'll do one more album if you're down. Shit. After those fucking videos I just watched the other night. <laughs> I feel like I'm ready to get back on what, <laughs> the booth. Hey, uh, what videos, Paul? Uh, oh, you mean music videos? Yeah, music I'm about to say, videos. What you gonna do in the like, booth with the other movie? Like people you've never, yeah, you know, artists you've never probably heard or seen, and I'm just like, damn, yo, well, can straight do videos. Well, I can straight be the booth right now. Well, you can't grow hair on your head, so you can't no. do the purple dreads or whatever. And are you down for face tattoos? No, okay. No, no face tattoos. No, no face tattoos. So, so we gotta keep keep it like old school, like hip hop nineties, late night. You know, the golden yeah. era from like ninety two yep. to like two thousand five. Yeah. right. Okay, baggy clothes, just real baggy. Yeah, dude. real baggy. No, 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 no nut huggers. No, no uh, skin tight jeans. No yep. skinny jeans. Whatever the hell they call them, skinny jeans. I I wouldn't do that anyways because I'm shaped rope like chains. I'm down. I'm down. Fat fat gold rope. I, chains. I'm down like Kenya uh, uh, Kenya Barris on um, Black as Fuck. There go. I, I love. There go. I'm, I'm gonna get a chain like that. <laughs> For those who haven't seen Black as Fuck, that is one of the dopest Netflix shows. You gotta watch it. <laughs> that shit was pretty funny. It's funny as hell. I'm glad there's a season two. Yeah. Shout out to Kenya. I'm telling you this though. If my kids talk to me like the way his kids talk to him on that, show, I beat their ass. I would whoop their ass, yeah, but he, I, but he talks to him messed up fucking, too. That's the funniest dry humor. I've yes, ever fucking, it's a brilliant show. Like it's so funny. I can't man. get into blackish at all, but damn it, that show is funny as hell. So, so yeah, we'll get the chains like that. I go out here, squirrel. So like you know, we'll we'll, we'll get the chains. We'll, we'll get back into it. I got a videographer that could do a dope ass music video. We can make a dope track. You know, I got the beats on deck. <laughs> you got the rhymes. <laughs> You know, you might have to help me ghost right because I'm. I mean, I can freestyle, oh, give but me a break. oh, come on, man, give come on, dude, you could write better than anybody I know. Give me a break. Seriously, you man, You're good. like You're you, good. you made heartbreak sound dope on, on my album. 
Tell me why are we going down this road again? Yeah, sing it, Pete. Okay, he won't. I'm but I'm, t- I'm good. But that's what I'm saying. I'm listening to Harper. Like, man, I'm like bumping at the light. Bumping at the light. Like, damn, he's hurting. And I'm like getting enjoyment out of this <laughs> song. <laughs> what an asshole. But, <laughs> but, that's the joke I know. <laughs> joy, joy off my suffering. <laughs> if, if it's profitable, I don't give a damn if your heart's broken. Sell more albums. <laughs> <laughs> but yes we need to do more things man you know whether yeah. it's get you back in the studio whether we need uh, to travel cool. I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see yeah i want to see what people do so i'm gonna put the poll up if anything yeah <laughs> no people will respond i know they will i know they will you know and i will i'm only do it for one day so if you're listening to the okay i'll do it maybe two if you're listening to the podcast, we need you to go on my Instagram account at Big Brother Jake or at the Big Brother Jake podcast, and we're going to figure out what we need to do to to make our friendship so we can experience life together, man. All right? For sure. I'm down. For so, sure. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to do that, and you, you all right, man. And we'll, we'll go through them together, and the ones we like and don't like, and I know there's going to be a lot we don't like, and I know my friends that listen to this podcast, they're going to say the dumbest shit, and I'm going to out them and put their at name if they do it. <laughs> I will. I'm not even kidding. I'll do it. You know me. You know me, bro. I'm crazy. Right. When I need to be. So we're going to do that. Damn, we've been, uh, we've been doing this interview a long time, bro. You know? It's been a while, man. You know, it's been a while since I had two. you on. And yep. I'm, I'm glad we did this. We're like over an hour and change in this bad boy. So now I can't do a real podcast, Paul. It's your <laughs> fault. It's, it's going to be just, hey, be, the, the intro. And, and I'm going to tell everybody it's pre-recorded. <laughs> Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother J. And here's Pete Up. You're listening to it. <laughs> but it's totally dope because I haven't talked to you in a while. And, you know, your boy was going through it before we did this um, this interview. And we talked an hour before, so damn, you got like three hours with me today, man. Yeah, I know. I'm so- <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you know how to make a motherfucker feel good, Paul. <laughs> Mister no, Sensitivity I, in this bitch. No, I, I, I always know. enjoy. No, it's you talking to you. I love having you on. Oh, and I'm just gonna out your mom, my mom too, your mom. You know. Oh, what she do? Oh shit! <laughs> and I'm glad I'm putting her on blast right now. I got a DM from your mom. Oh my god! On Instagram, <laughs> and she gives me honest critiques about my podcast. I know, and I love her for it. Like I, I take and I take her advice. I do most of the time. She said, "Jake, you know I love you like a son. <laughs> I love you. I love your podcast. You know, I listen to. I've not missed an episode. So thank you, Cindy. I appreciate that. When are you gonna have my son on again?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but wait, there's more. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm just trying to work him in. Wait, you should have him on again. I like when you guys are on there together. All right, thank you. <laughs> I was like, damn. You know, and oh, I got, man. but I got other homies that, that a lot of my friends love you on, dude. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah, because you're fun to be around, dog. And you, you, we have a good chemistry on, on, on the air. We do. Yeah. So, should How we much tell? love. Much love to everybody who. I'm not know. done. Why are you trying to shut it down already? Damn. I'm not trying to shut it down. I'm just saying much. I'm showing love to everybody that's Go bugging ahead. you about putting me on the show. I think that's really cool, and I want to say thank you. That's very sweet. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> 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 so 
so yeah, your your mom hit me up, and I got a couple other people like, um, look, Jake, I'll be honest, like I love your podcast, bro. I'm like, yeah, thanks, man, appreciate it. When's P Dub coming on? Like, damn, let's get your. Can we just get your podcast going already? Right. I mean, look, yeah. I'm just you know I'm I'm jealous. I, I just I, I mean I, I I thought people wanted to listen to me for me, but I will take whatever I can get, and if it means having you on every episode from now on. Um, that won't happen. But hey. <laughs> but we'll get you. Uh, we, we, if you the need... end goal is that we go we go big time and making some good money, I'm all down. Hell man. yeah, we can quit our regular jobs and and just do the podcast and live in fat For cribs. Sure. Yeah, I'm down. Like I want to make enough money to where I can leave LA and move to San Diego. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Do the I podcast make only money so I don't have to leave San Diego. <laughs> The only time we leave is to go to the Laker game, you know. Uh, and we'll take a car. We'll take a. Uh, we'll have a driver take us. Although there. if the laws keep going the way they're going, I don't care. I might have to go anyway. So, oh. but yeah, we might have to move it to if, Arizona. Are you moving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know why. Oh, uh, <laughs> <pew, pew. laughs> better yet, or better yet, the great state of Texas where oh. they're gun toting. If you wear a cowboy hat, I swear to God, I'll knock that nope. shit off your head. <laughs> <laughs> I will knock that shit off your head. What the fuck happened to you? I don't know, I don't know if I'd go that far. You know, I would. You know, actually, I but would. But my gun collection would go up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know somebody in Chula Vista. You could have a nice gun collection and still be somewhere in San Diego, but I won't put my boy on blast. <laughs> but no, nah, man, look. If you gotta go to Arizona, it's fine. I think it's payback because I left you and moved to Virginia. So you want to do me the same way, huh? Uh, you know what? Subconsciously, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what an asshole! <laughs> I'll help you fucking pack. I will help you pack, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll help you pack. Shit, one way you haul. I, I got everything. Don't no put it down. I'll put it on my own back. I don't yeah. need nobody's help. Get this motherfucker out of here. Yeah. <laughs> now Paul hates me. So listen, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast as always. You know, and Thank you for I, having me as always. Yes, of course. I'm sorry it was such a delay. You know, I was kind of going through with like writer block, I guess, or whatever. And I couldn't come up with good stuff to talk about. But I think we've actually been able to make people laugh, piss them off, and make them confused all at the same time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hate those motherfuckers views but man that shit was entertaining <laughs> as long as I it's guess entertaining we did our job. i guess you that did, means we right. did our job right hell yeah we did our job so there that's what go. that's what we do so hey look man thanks for coming on Thank and, you. and i won't have a, a, as long a gap and i'll make sure this time for sure i'm not even kidding i'm being all right i'm being serious right now i'm being dead ass. don't laugh don't laugh i'm being dead serious the check will be in the mail okay why are you, you talking about are you gonna what'd you do cash that three cents <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, actually, I'll put a picture. I'll put a picture on the Big Brother Jake. Uh, Instagram Just let account. you know, San Manuel too. That fucking little text back. They were actually talking about. I hope you spend three hundred dollars <laughs> yes. to get yes. that three cents again. Yes, yeah. they, they, they ain't I trying would, to pay out nobody. <laughs> they put me on blast like that. They, no, they're not. So what? That was I, pretty cool though. That, that was that cool, was and I got cool. a kick out of it. I did. Yeah, San Manuel, shout out to San Manuel. They're actually a sponsor of the LA Kings. Shout out. Um, I actually, and I'll post a picture later on of my winnings. Uh, I did post a picture, but it's now on my studio wall. <laughs> it is. It is. It's right next to my Miso Fat Sushi bumper sticker. 
And the picture of Chance the Rapper with Big Bo Jake. Yeah, drop that name real quick. Did you pick it up? So, yes. So, yeah, my winnings, it's my inspiration now to do well and make sure this podcast gets us rich. For sure. So, yeah. So, thanks for coming on. I know it's bedtime for you because you're old. And um, appreciate you coming on, homeboy. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I want to thank the homie P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson, for coming on the program on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Uh, that was a... Uh, we got deep, man. That, that's something we haven't done like that, I think, ever. And, um, yes, we definitely want to pick the world's brain. Help us decide what our adventure should be. You know, I will post that on um, my Instagram story, at Big Brother Jake, or at the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Both of them, I'll do that. And I will repost all the good ones and the safe ones. And if you do any, you know, bad ones or suggest other things, I'm not going to post it. Be creative and keep it cost effective because we're broke. (laughs) So, yeah, I want to thank him for coming on. And I hope you guys enjoyed the program. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Big Brother Jake podcast. It was a lot of fun to do and it was fun to like change it up a little bit here. So. Next week, if I get enough submissions, I would love to do the independent music spotlight. So again, the Big Brother Jake podcast at gmail.com. Okay, I would love to do it. Send your MP3, a bio of yourself and or your bandmates. No links. I will not post your music if I get a link. I want an MP3 and want a bio so I can read your bio on the air. And let's do it for real, for real, for real this time. I mean it. I miss music. I love music on the show. Music is a big part of my life. And I I I want that. I want that on the show again. So let's make it happen, y'all. It's up to you guys if you want to do it. Because if I don't get any music, I'm not going to play anything. Straight up. You know, and who wants to listen to my album? I might just do that, by the way. If you go to soundcloud.com slash bigbrotherjake, you can listen to the Lo-Fi Quarantine Sessions. Big Brother Jake presents the Lo-Fi Quarantine Sessions. It's an instrumental album I made as I was on lockdown. Um, And it's hard for me to listen to now because it just takes me back to how much lockdown we were on and couldn't do anything. We might be there again the way things are happening, but let's, let's hope we don't. Put that out in the universe to reverse that, you know, whoever you pray to. God, you know, whoever. And let's just be safe. Practice, you know, everything safe out there. Wash your hands. Use your masks when needed. And just be safe, y'all. The world needs a really big hug. And let's just let's take care of each other, man. Let's, let's do our part so we can end this thing and be able to go about our lives again. All right? All right. Playing is landing. So, again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you to the homie P-Dub. Shout out again to FabulistaCookies.com, my homegirl, Jesse Dallas Childs, putting it down for the cookie world. You got a sweet tooth, hit my girl up. Let her know we sent you. And also, let's get that independent music spotlight happening. So until then, whenever I do another episode, say to you, wait for it. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.